Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm your favorite host, Natasha Legero. And I'm your second favorite host. It's Moshe Kasher, the husband of Natasha Legero. God, I'm so proud to say that. Every time I say it, <laughs> it just feels... Ugh, it's like... It's like taking a drink of water on a hot day when, I, when I'm able to say that. I told you, our kid was like, Mom, why'd you pick Dad? Thanks for take, picking Dad. Really? Yeah, and then she's like, yesterday, she's like, I'm sad. And I was like, why? She's like, Dad's not here. Aw, that's so nice. But we were only away from you for like an hour. Remember the other conversation we had with her? We had oh. a conversation because it's Christmas time. And by the way, I'm losing. I'm, Moshe's losing it. Oh, remember we went to the mall? Oh, yeah, we went to the mall the other day. We, we were, were trying to go to an art museum. There's this like museum of some sensory movement in Santa Barbara that we wanted to take her to. So we take her to the mall, and at the minute we get... Well, we take her to the museum. The museum's at a mall. And we didn't know that. The minute we get out of the car and t- round the corner, she's like... Accosted by an elderly man playing Santa. No, that's not. That's not. That's the end of the story, Natasha. <laughs> Once again, we've gotten to the end of the story. <laughs> The minute we round the corner to the mall, there there he is, Santa, looking all tantalizing and fuckable, you know. And I'm like, oh shit. I gotta I start running interference. I'm like opening my jacket so she can't see him. I'm like shunting her towards the towards the museum, like away ang- angling her away from Santa so she doesn't see it. And we, Are you okay? Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> Laura just asked we're gonna our, our hide. Producer was looking at us like with urgency, and I thought something was wrong. I but know. she's just like, "You're gonna you, you can't. our Jewish <laughs> podcast producer, by the way." She's like, "You're gonna so hide." So Moshe Santa is literally forever? trying to expand his body and his coat to hide her from seeing this like store that he's outside what, what of. What people don't understand is this whole thing. Now Natasha keeps painting me as if I'm like Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm not. The whole thing about my relationship with Christmas is I recognize that it is a superior holiday to Hanukkah by by a, a factor of 10. That's the reason. I'm not trying to hide her from Santa forever because it's not possible. She already knows who Santa is. And I think she knows that he's fake because I said that she should tell her Gentile friends that. But she already is seduced by... She's singing Jingle Bells. You know, I mean, she is also singing Dreidel. But the, the thing is... There's only one song to her credit that is Jewish. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Right. I made it out of clay. That's the only Keep one. Keep singing it. Keep it. Sing it all the way to the end, please. And when you're dry and ready. When it's dry and ready. Your dreidel I will play. Oh, dreidel I shall play. <laughs> oh, dreidel, dreidel. That's the only one. No, there's other ones. There's nine million Christmas songs. Exactly. So the thing is, the war is already lost. The war on Christmas is already lost. Christmas won. So I'm just not trying to have her like go to a mall. If I get... If 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 she gets to be eighteen and without ever sitting on Santa's lap at a mall, I'll be happy. I'll she, be thrilled. We weren't trying to get her to sit on the lap. You That's just didn't want her for. to like make eye contact. No, with him. I didn't want her to see him and go, "Ooh, Santa! I want to sit on his wap or whatever." You know what I realized with I him too. Say wap. What I realized too with Santa is I was like, oh, they get treated like a celebrity by children. <laughs> completely. Yeah. Like our kid was looked at him and she got all, she blushed and she was like, oh well, my God, she had, that's Santa. In the- <laughs> she did. It was like she had just seen Beyonce. <laughs> but she, but at this but point. But she was embarrassed too. At this point in the story, she hasn't yet seen Okay. It. Okay. Okay. No, no. I loved your point and it was very funny. Thank you. But we did manage to get her into the museum without seeing that's Santa. That's true. We went through the museum. Everything's good. When we came out of the museum santa was gone and i was like phew bullet dodged and we went to go get a cup of coffee at the starbucks around the corner and fucking santa as if he had like a homing device on like errant jewish children that had been denied the great the the tantalizing pleasure of santa claus's presence he came to us Mm. and he fucking and i was in the bathroom peeing and he he must have known i was gone how do you know i didn't summon him that's true i never thought of that you came out and he was talking to he was just there talking about you gotta make a list i'm like get the fuck away from my child you piece of shit he did ask her about her list a list get the fuck you think jews like hearing gentiles talk about lists (laughs) absolutely not we've been on lists before 
Well, anyway, so we finally get to the funny part of the story, Moshe, which is that... That he... Yes, that like a homing device, he smelled a child that hadn't been seduced by Santa, and he came to our kid. But now I realize that the real reason you skipped to the end is because you went and called him. You had like a probably... No, a I A whistle that you, that you kept from before you converted. No, he, Where you could summon Santa. He was, I would say, the third man over 70 to address my child at that mall <laughs> on that day. It Remember is so, some man came up and he just started like squeezing a bottle in her face? Yeah, the old men do not know how to act around kids. They definitely <laughs> all seem like child molesters. <laughs> like when you get to a senior citizen age, the way you <laughs> smile at a kid, it's like, uh-uh, this is a just I go. think they used to treat him like... Ba- more babies than like Shirley or something? Temple. I don't know, but watch that Shirley Temple video, Good Ship Lollipop, on YouTube. Do or yourself don't. a favor, and you'll want to uh, jump off the ship. Well, abandon ship. It just—it really does not paint men in a good light. Well, men, I think, are awesome, and we've done nothing wrong. Oh, but you didn't get to the funniest part of the story. Oh, what is it? Which is that our child seems to think oh, that you're right. Jesus, she just keeps saying, oh, well, Jesus is God's son, right? And you're like, yes, but no, we don't other, believe somehow, that. Somehow, I don't know how Jesus came up. She, no, she started talking, and all of a sudden, I was like, she's really wise, because she's like, a lot of people, people believe in different gods, right? And I was like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then she started talking about Jay Boogie. <laughs> And what did she say? She was like, well, she was just like, she just kept talking about Jesus like he's God's son. And that, yes, you don't believe that, but it is true. He's God's right. son. Right. She kept getting, it, it would be, I would almost have a breakthrough. I would say, no, Jesus, um, Jesus is, it, Christians believe that Jesus is God's son. And she would go, yeah, I know. And I would say, but Jews don't believe that. She'd go, yeah, I know, but he's God's son. Yeah, she just kept repeating And I was like, no, he's not. I mean, he. I, I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying we don't think that. And she finally got it. She goes, uh, well, first she goes, Jesus is God's husband. And I was like, no, not, qu- no, not quite. But then she goes, I go, but Jews don't believe that Jesus is God. And she goes, right. And, 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 and I say, we just think that he was a man. And she goes, right, a dead man. <laughs> And I was like, no, we don't think that. We just used to scream that at him. You're a dead man. Well, you didn't tell her that part. I didn't tell her that part. Uh, but yeah, it's it's impossible. And and by the way, I don't know. It just seeps in. It, yeah, that's exactly I, my point. The ambient noise of Christmas is so overwhelming that you got to overdo your Ebenezer Scroogey-ness just to get them to like Hanukkah at all. There's one song. It's about lighting oil or using oil to light a candle, and Hanukkah the food sucks. is bad. Hanukkah sucks. First of all, and there's no the decoration, the and there's no good. spirit. The food is good. Latkes are fucking bad. Okay, latkes are good. Latkes and latkes and and, and jelly donuts. Oh, I'm sorry. What is Christmas food? Ham. Italian Christmas cookies are good. Italian cookies aren't good. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. No, they're not. They yeah, are they dust. Are. They they are the dust of Rome. <laughs> Italian cookies are not good. We've talked about this. You just don't have a delicate palate when it comes to sweets. You like what? sour cherry deli- gummy balls. I need mixed a delicate palate to know that I don't like eating dirt cookies. Ice. Couldn't, you know what else you is good? You have disgusting tasting candy. Honey. I like subtle European baked goods. You like to taste you like to taste the actual sandstone of the Roman <laughs> Empire when you t- bite into a cookie. Italian cookies aren't good. I don't know what to tell you. Italian desserts aren't good, that good. I mean, here's have we talked about this already? Here are the good desserts. American French, Italy is like a distant third. All every every other place, it's it's all about France and America. Britain, India, pretty good. Thai, China, pretty horrifying. Oh, anything Asian, get out of here. I mean, no, and, mochi's good. Mochi is fine. Mochi's fine. It's it's like a tasty fine treat. Is it? Have you ever taken a bite of mochi and gone, oh my? God. I do love green tea mochi no. and I like the texture of You're mochi. You're misunderstanding. Mochi. I think it's very subtle. It is very subtle. Have you ever bitten into a mochi and go, oh my God, wow. I don't talk to my desserts. <laughs> but most of the time, mochi's got a bean paste in it. And then you got like bean people going like, can be good. you got people going like, no, 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 this is a good dessert. It's not a good dessert. And listen, uh, Asian food is superior to European food in in, in most rega- in most regards. But dessert, get the fuck out of here. Indian desserts, no thank you. Chinese desserts, no thank you. And and then you bring Japan into the then you bring coconut Japan- mango rice is good. Or yes, that is one of the great desserts of all time. Rice. I will give the Thai people that sticky rice with mango yeah. is one of the great desserts of all time. But then you get into um, 
Then you get into Japan, and people go, well, what about Japan? Japan doesn't count. Because Japan, what they do is they do, they take everything and make it better. And make it better. So you can get the best pizza of your life in Japan. You can get the best French food of your life in Japan. So they don't count. Yes, okay, it's better. But it, but Japanese desserts themselves, mochi's a banger, but it's more like eating a, a sour cherry ball. The ice cream sundae, German chocolate cake, which by the way is not German, it's American. Lemon meringue pie. I, I'll give the English. English can bang. Sticky treacle tart. You know what I'm saying? A toffee date ass pudding but ass? that's your taste. No, it's not taste. This you is like fact. You like sweet things. This isn't subjective. This is fact. All right, Moshe, listen. Can Creme we Carmel? listen to some secrets and Fuck not hear you here. list all your favorite desserts? In my racial theory of, of good desserts? <laughs> um, okay, that sounds good. Natasha, let's begin our episode. Hey, honeymooners. It's important to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day because when you work on yourself you'll start to see and feel positive changes in all areas of your life. And that's why we recommend going to Talkspace. When it comes to therapy and psychiatry, getting the help you need has never been so simple. When you're able to access your provider from the comfort of your device, it means mental health care can be on your schedule. And alleviating the wait times to get an appointment or the travel time to an office can free up time for the rest of your life. Talkspace is so convenient and accessible, it helps me feel supported around the clock. Therapy has been a game changer for me. I am able now to set healthy boundaries with my family, and also, it makes me love my husband more. I wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist, so it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your home. This has never been easier. Talkspace is mental health care that meets you wherever you are. It simplifies taking care of your therapy and psychiatry needs because it eliminates the need to commute to appointments miss time at work or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. Plus, instead of waiting for an appointment, you can just send text messages to your therapist to let them know the issues you're facing in real time. It's mental health care made easy. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code HONEYMOON to get $100 off your first month and show support for the show. Talkspace.com, promo code HONEYMOON. Hey, Tosh. Tosh? Oh, man, she's not here. I'm all alone. If you're all alone with your health and your head, there's a possibility that you're getting sicker by the second just because of how inconvenient it is to go to the doctor to make an appointment. It truly sucks. But there is a new solution, one that I love and one that I use. It's called ZocDoc. ZocDoc is an app where you can find a doctor that takes your insurance that's available the same day or the next day. You can look up their reviews. You can look up who they are. And you go see somebody, and it makes it so easy. There's even telehealth visits. I use it. I used it before they were an advertiser on this podcast, and I use it to this day because I am addled with health issues. Go to ZocDoc.com honeymoon and download a ZocDoc app for free. Then you can start your search for a top-rated doctor today. And a lot are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash honeymoon. And it's a free app. They're patient reviewed. They take your insurance. They're available when you need them. And they make it easy. ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon. We're going to call Kelly in New York City. The one and only Kelly. Kelly, my girl, good old Kelly. Kelly, my girl. Kelly, my girl. What's up, Kelly? How you doing? Hi, Moshe and Natasha. How are you? Good. Hey, Kelly. How's it going? You know, I knew we were calling New York, but your vibe is so sophisticated. I'm like, that's a big city girl right there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, how can we help you? Um, so I actually moved to New York earlier this year, like a couple months ago. Have you tried the pizza? Um, <laughs> have I tried the pizza? Yeah. 
Yeah, at a couple different spots. You got to get a slice. You know, they got that. <laughs> they got that. Oh, the it's different. Have you noticed? It's greasy. Uh, it's not that good. What are you kidding me? They have good pizza in Chicago. I oh, think better pizza. Here. Oh yeah, better pizza in Chicago. Anyway, sorry. This is she a fight agrees, with- right? Sorry. Do you agree that Chicago has better pizza than in New York? I don't like deep dish. I like the thin, the thin crust. So I think I'm a New York slice gal. Yeah, me and me and Kelly. I over never here. met a slice in New York that I liked. You better go back to the Windy City. We'll stay here in the Big Apple. Aren't those pizza? Isn't that kind of like Sbarro's? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like that style of pizza. Sbarro's is a New York style pizza in the way that, in the way that. Uh, McD- McDonald's is a is a is a Southern California greasy spoon type of ham. I mean, it, what do you what do you mean? The point is, Kelly, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Okay, um, yeah, sorry, Natasha. It's okay. I, it, I don't like the lasagna like. Ooh, anyway. she's kind of going Ooh, harder that, and harder yeah, on you. Yeah, Kelly, it's that's kind of rude. Well, you're kind of rude saying New York pizza is like Sbarro's. What the hell? I mean, I'm just saying, like, it always feels like it's not cooked enough. It's like... What? It's crispy. That's its whole characteristic. And you hold it up, and it just kind of falls, and it New has, York like, broccoli pe- on it. Like Broccoli? What many- are you talking I'm about? Saying, like, That's every- Californian. No, what is she broccoli ta- on a pizza. Every, oh, like, New York... Like, I used Kelly. to live by St. Mark's, and, like, that. the places that were all, like, always busy, it just... The pizza always felt like these huge pieces that you had to fold. Like, if you have to fold your food to get you're, it into your mouth, that's disgusting. You're on tilt, and no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Kelly, though, before you start talking shit about California pizza, I don't know if you've ever been to this really great pizzeria in California. It's one of the best. It's called the California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah. And it's that got the most authentic. Is good. It's got the most authentic. The barbecue chicken pizza is good. It's got some, uh, the most authentic California, Cal Italian, we call it. Cal Italian. I mean, California Pizza Kitchen. Those of you out there that haven't tried it. By the way, we've got a great Italian place here known as the Olive Garden. Oh and when God. you're there, Kelly, you're family. All right. All right. Let, can we just please talk to her? Okay. What's <laughs> up, Kelly? Uh, right, right. So um, I moved to New York earlier this year. From oh, have California. you tried the pizza then? No, I'm just kidding. Go uh, ahead, yeah, yeah. Kelly. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and I was lucky enough to, roommate, uh, to move in with um, one of my very, very best friends for many years. Um, and she's lovely and i've been having so much fun with her because she knows the area um and she's been showing me around and introducing me to new friends and stuff um but it's kind of like a double-edged sword because Mm. she is so needy wonderful and um extroverted and lovely and any room that she walks in it's like all eyes on her everyone wants to talk to her everyone you know da, 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 da. and me like I you know, I'm sociable but I'm a bit more introverted um not great with eye contact you know like I don't know how to flirt like all of these things and so the more time I spend with her um the more I don't know it just feels she like makes I'm, you feel not attractive she dims your light yeah yeah like very much um Mm. i'm a wallflower no one really wants to talk to me when i'm next to her or and then you need a less hot friend (laughs) natasha (laughs) Natasha getting to the meat of the thing i mean no but i i hear you i mean my i i had a friend who would always hang out with this by the way you're gorgeous but it all is comparison, you know, it's like you can compare yourself to anyone and it's like, you know, what they and say also personality. Sometimes people have like really bubbly personalities that make you a certain way. And what do they say in AA, honey? Compare and despair. That's what they say. Compare and despair. And I think that that is but where the, you're at. But the truth is, it, I, it's not even about looks. It's like, energetically, oh, no. no, I get it. Like there's some people I'm friends with and Every time I'm around them, I'm I'm like funnier around them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they they give you that energy or they, you know, they make you they make you shine. And like that is just like a chemistry thing, you know. So it's like 
you just have to like, you're in fucking New York. Like you just have to branch out and do some of your own stuff and meet your own friends. And like, instead of making it your social life, 90% her 10% not, you know, it'll become like 40 or 50 or, you know what I mean? And you'll like meet your own friends and get into your own stuff and meet like-minded people. And, you know, you don't have to cling to her actually. Maybe you're being the needy one because like you're in New York. And you, there's so many things available to you. I mean, if I were in New York right now, I'd go to like three different stores. I would wander around. I'd like... Get a slice? Go to... I'd get a slice. Um, I'd go to... I'd see what was happening and go... I don't know. I, there's like so many things you can do there. I have some thoughts, Kelly. Um, Let me hear them. I, here's what I think. I think that what you're saying is is resonant because we've all had the experience although obviously it's happened much less with me because i am the unbelievably hot dynamo that everybody looks at when i walk no, into a room but it's also all about who you're compare like who you're next to you right. know it's like it's not you no but but in reality we've all had that situation where there's somebody that's so boisterous and gregarious and charismatic that they make you feel uh they make you feel dull in comparison mm. but in so that that's a phenomenon that I've experienced. And then some people do the opposite. They make you feel funny and totally. charming and attractive and cool. And But I'd like to pose the mm. idea to you that not, at least 50%, but I'm going to guess more than up, up to in the 90% zone of this is not real. A, a lot of this mm-hmm. is your narrative about yourself. What's well, how the person's making her feel? Yeah, you're insecure because you're in a new place. Why would you not be insecure when you're in a new place? There's and definitely people looking she, at you in the bar and, and at the party. And she's walking in like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever, <laughs> and you know, of course, you're gonna feel a little bit like, oh man, how can I compete compete with this? You know, this person that seems like they own the town. But this idea, like nobody wants to talk, like n- not everybody yeah. wants to talk uh, to the loud gregarious john travolta person you know some people want to talk to the quiet person in the corner i mean you're leaving aside the feelings of her being pretty i mean you're obviously an attractive person too so it's like that doesn't matter so it's like in reality i think a lot of this is about just my first blush just from 30 seconds of talking to you is about your narrative about yourself and how how charismatic you are and and you've decided that this person is dimming your light but in reality you're just feeling insecure and it's very difficult when you're feeling insecure to start being dynamic because you're already in a mm-hmm. in a kind of vulnerable position and I think Natasha's right. Finding other friends that you can go around with would, would help, like sort of splitting your social life a little bit would help. But in reality, a lot of this is just you getting comfortable in your own skin in New York. And don't get me wrong, too. Having a friend who knows people and knows things that are cool and knows like where to go and yes. shows you around, that's such a gift. So you should be very grateful for that. And, you know, it's just you just can't put all you can't just get sucked into her orbit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and you'll find your your spot, your space. But you, you never want to be in an entourage in, in New York, you know, so it's like in anywhere. So I think that it's just about you, you just use it for what it is right now. But it, not use it, but that's the wrong word. But enjoy it's like, it. Enjoy it. Yes, because it's. It's so cool. Like, I, I remember when I moved to New York, I really didn't know anybody. And it was just like, it was just, I felt like kind of scared, you know, and I didn't really know. I would like go to a bar by myself <laughs> and I would like sit and like have a beer and like, I didn't even have a drink that I liked then. I would just like have a beer and like listen to people's conversations at the bar and just kind of be like, yeah, I live up the street. Like, you know, did it, you ever meet anyone that way? Like just going to a bar alone? I wasn't trying to meet people. I just thought it oh. was like cool romantic or yeah like i was just like oh i'll just go sit in a dark bar and like see what the regulars are doing i don't know i just was like i mean i wouldn't i would barely drink i was just like here i didn't know people i'm just saying that's like so cool if someone's like showing you around a little bit and yeah i have a question kelly what are you worried what is the worry okay so that you've 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 expressed the the insecurity nobody wants to talk to me she's so dynamic everybody thinks she's cool and what is the if you play that out what therefore i will never what i think it's less i will never blank and more just like this is already creating feelings of Mm. resentment Mm -hmm. on my end And, um, you know, because another aspect is like, you know, we're both single young women and 
um, she's so mm-hmm. excellent at flirting. And so if there's anyone there, there's already yeah, yeah, yeah. flirting and- on, on, it's like, I can't even get in the crevice but now i know like maybe she's a person to go to like certain things with that's like, really good girl yeah. things yoga daytime friend dinner but you know if it's like let's go out like i think you need to meet some other let's going let's go out friends and also meet people online dating just on your own you know mm-hmm. or maybe that would actually be I, I usually don't suggest online dating but like dating people outside of her that orbit of her orbit i think would be really good you know i i, I had a friend like this i really mm-hmm. had a friend very very similar and while i was smarter and funnier than him I would say he was a, 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 a wedge or two more attractive and he got the attention. Even though I was used to getting attention from girls when I was around him, I felt like all of a sudden like, oh, everyone's looking at this guy. And then he, what, to his, he wasn't doing anything wrong, but he was such a flirt that he would lap it up. He wouldn't. And also, what was he supposed to do? Be like, I'm sorry, could you not flirt with me and flirt with him instead? It's just like, that's not reality. That doesn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, got, I, I totally relate to what you're saying. I got resentful. I was like, why is he always like, you know, he's the one that's getting the attention and he'll end up actually going home with girls and I'll just feel like I'm, but it, in reality, a lot of, a lot of it was, like I said, it was just me going, me comparing myself to this person and, and feeling less than it was about me. And in, and, and I had to like come to terms with the fact that the, the people that I was going to end up with, the people that I was going to flirt with, the people that I was going to have energy with, those are the people that were attracted to me. They were not, they, I, I wasn't in competition. I think what Natasha said is right. This idea that it's a competition, it's so human and it's so impossible to not feel that way, but it is not reality. There is no competition, even though you're observing a truth, which is when she walks in the room, all eyes are on her and she's fucking the cock of the walk. And flirt. It's, that's true and real. And honestly, like so much of that has to do with things that are beyond our control. Like I'm like a short person and like it's a really. Yeah, you are, too, I guess. Like yeah. it's like it's really hard to like like when you're small, it's just like a different experience than someone who's like tall and commanding and everyone sees them like. Every time I order a coffee, they they look at the person behind me <laughs> like that's my like no one ever sees me in line. They're always like, like they're like, oh, hey, can I help you? And I'm always like, hey, I was actually here. You know, it's like you just kind of but but in some realms I can feel like really empowered. And, you know, it's just like it's just like moving around these different realms of of like how people and and this is part of being young, too. You start to notice like the people who make you feel smart and funny and the people who are really good, like maybe this girl's like, you know, she's a good roommate and you guys can hang out and go to yoga, you know, like there's certain things, but like for all of your evening life, all of your dating life, all of your going out life, like those times, I think you need to like figure out a way to split it up a little bit. I got, I got an epiphany here. The thing, the challenge for you is to look at your roommate and honor her and thank her for letting you into her world because she's brought you into her world and guess what she dominates her world and she always will she'll never she will never shrink she will never become less vibrant she will never command less attention and she's she's welcomed you into her world and done you this great favor and the resentment I mean it's not a great favor to be a, somebody's friend No it is a great favor I mean, she it, pays it, ta- rent I think like she is very very generous with like mm-hmm. the- giving me a corner of her world. Yeah, she's welcome. Like, it you is in. something that I really do appreciate, and, and, yeah. and honoring her for that. You're like every kid of a famous person. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the secret to your to you to you quelling the resentment and the jealousy that you're feeling is not finding out how to stay in her world all the time and get right with it and assert yourself and become more dynamic and flirt more and get it. That's not the secret. She you, can definitely learn from her, though. The, absolutely, the, you honor her for bringing you into her world. Don't leave her world, but you got to create your own world. That's mm-hmm. that's why you're in New York. You got you got you're gonna you're gonna have you, you got entry into her world, and now it's time for you to create your own world. It's where, easy to become busy in New York, you yeah. know. Like you just like look through what's going on and schedule like three things for yourself. Yeah, it will happen. It's just that now you've got this gift, which is while you're in the midst of creating your world in New York City, you're 
able to come into this this person's uh, this person's universe and she happens to be royalty in that universe and you're not yet and that's okay you can have a good time in the in the king in the palace while you're trying to build your own and you will how long you been in new york since august oh yeah Yeah, honestly you'll you'll get there it's such a it's such a great place to be young i think like you can just like create not to sound stupid but i do think that like there's just so much to do and it's like not about like having some like dope house and like i don't know it just feels like like you can i just remember having no money in new york and like no like i remember i was eating frozen vegetables (laughs) like i would buy frozen vegetables and just eat them and like frozen yeah, like, like I, you would I, eat them frozen. No, no, I would like microwave them with like a half a tablespoon of butter and some water. But that was like my dinner, like to save money. Anyway, the point is, I didn't have any money there, but like I was always doing cool ass shit, always and always able to meet anyone at any moment. Like that's the thing, and I didn't want to be at my house because my house was small and sucked and had like a brick wall as a view. So I was like constantly out. Yeah, and there was just like so much you could like see an amazing show like you could go to a broadway show you could like go to a jazz club you could like go to some cool restaurant you could wander around you could like all of a sudden see something happening in the park and like sit down i don't know it just felt like such a great place to 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 just explore who you are that's why like i'm thinking about the situation definitely don't want to go back if you uh, if you looked at this in like a spiritual quest type of situation like what's your spiritual quest here then this she's given you a great gift not just because she's welcomed you into her world but 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 this jealousy and this uh this feeling of compare comparing and this feeling of being like not dynamic enough and not uh commanding enough that's like a great challenge for you as a human being like wow what a cool gift she's given you without even just by being herself she hasn't even done anything but be dynamic and now you get this thing to work on the only mistake you can make here is allowing yourself to stay in her shadow 24 7 your entire time in this experience in new york uh and not go out and challenge yourself to create your own universe but wow how cool that is now you've got this great thing to work on which is sometimes when people are loud and dynamic and big and bright enough you feel diminished well what a cool challenge for you to find a way to empower yourself in your own in the street, you know, and they say about New York, if you can make it there, you can actually make it anywhere. Have and you heard this? Not to sound crazy or uh, sec like misogynistic, but you know, you're gorgeous. Oh, so you. you know, it's like it's just all about you know, it's 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 comparing. And not to sound like misogynistic, but could you send me a picture of your roommate? Like, I just just quickly <laughs> would love to take a look because I'm um, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay, sounds um, good. <laughs> I have one more question. Do you think I should talk? Do you think I should tell her about any of these feelings that I've been having? I wouldn't unless she comes to you and is like, Hey, I noticed you're not going out as much. And you know, is something up? And then you can Mm -hmm. say something like, Oh no, no. I just like, you know, your life is amazing. And I just like, you know, I just try to like create my own world too. So I'm not like dependent on you, but like, I love living here and I'm, you know, and just like, as long as you're in a good mood and, hanging out with her and then you can be like hey do you want to do yoga tomorrow like think of something that you'd really like to do with her like you guys could do yoga three times a week you guys could like go to get coffee and write I don't know what you do but like you know you could like establish some of those one-on-one things that you guys could do together and then if you feel like she only wants you to go out to be the girl with her where she can like go bang guys because she's like that's her superpower then you can be like oh okay well maybe is she ever inconsiderate to you? Yeah, that's a good question. Because I do remember one in particular, this guy I was telling you about, that I was flirting with a girl and then he swooped in mm. and he took, he kind of like was like, took her. And then I remember wake him, them waking, we were, at, it was a Burning Man friend. And like in the morning she came out of his trailer and I was like so filled with resentment and I didn't have rights to this woman. She was free to flirt with whoever she wanted. But I did say some, at that moment I said, sometimes I feel like, you know, you're just, you're so flirtatious that, that you'll stay, you know, that I felt like I wanted to explore that. And I feel stupid for even saying that because she's her own woman and she can flirt with who she wants. I didn't, I didn't, I never, but it just felt, you know, I I said it and I understand the instinct that you want to like, you feel like this thing is building up. Let her answer the question. Yeah. Has she ever done anything whack? 
I don't think intentionally there was one time that kind of started this whole where I was like, oh, I'm feeling this way. Um, when, you know, this guy came over and I thought he was cute and, but they basically like, I don't know. I feel like star-crossed lovers. Before I could like, even say my name, I know. like the game was going on. And I was like, right. well, I didn't even. Isn't right. that the worst feeling too? Because you don't have a, there is no argument for you. You can't say, hey, he was mine because yeah, he's not but I, yours. Yeah. But I will say her friend, like, you know, if you notice a pattern, if that happens one more time and then another another time, another more time, you know, then it's like, well, maybe she isn't really being, maybe she's kind of hogging it or but something. But wait, hogging what? That, that's well, the- I'm just saying, if I have a friend and I see that she's like connecting with someone... And then I but, go over and try to like steal her thunder. But I think you were saying you hadn't even had a chance think, to connect with him yet. It was just like yeah, you it's, looked it's and you. Hard it's hard to even do that. Both approached at the same time, but and it's like, yeah, I don't have a claim to a stranger. Not none of us do. But yeah. and listen, how she has that. I, she and she has that power over men, and like she might not be realistically speaking the best person for you to like go out with. If yes. you're like, look, if you're like, are really trying to meet a guy, like I, your odds are just going to be less, you I know, really, because she's making you in comparison feel like you're not completely, you know, it's just about, yeah. She, she, I really think the problem here is, is, and, and the resentment, uh, which is normal and not bad that you have it. Well, I, would, I hate the resentment because of course you do. I, I, it's my, I just, I, I love her. I love her. I and know. I feel like it's not her fault. And you should forgive, exactly. you should forgive yourself for having the it's resentment. It's not her fault. Because it's not your fault either. It's very human to have that feeling. The, it, the resentment and the problem is all based around the fact that you are just, you are living in her world. And it's all about the fact that you don't have anywhere else to go. And so you're constantly in someone else's universe and part of her energy. Oh, and I just saw something yes. great. I think that um, you should come up with some cool things that would be like one on one that mm-hmm. you guys could maybe do together. Yeah. And I think that like then th- then that won't be weird for her also if you like ease up a little bit at night and like I mean, are you like totally opposed to online dating? Because that seems like it would be a really good way to uh, take up some time and at least like. She definitely wouldn't be involved. She wouldn't be involved. Have some autonomy. I I think you try it. I just don't think I don't think I'm an online dating person. You know what though? But I'm I'm, I I'm like Do people in New York sometimes, so like maybe I I think Natasha I think Natasha is just has nothing to do with her. Yeah. Natasha's giving you, I think, a really interesting challenge, which is even though this is something that makes you a little uncomfortable, there's a way to meet men where you're so outside of her universe, she won't ever be involved. Try it three times. Maybe it'll be awful. Maybe it'll be a fucking disaster, but it'll... If you join our Patreon, we'll give you notes on your profile. But you're so cute, and there's so many cute guys in New York, and there's so many guys who like like a un- more unassuming type of girl than someone who's like in your face, like life of the party. I'm not saying you're not that, but like... No, you got an alpha friend, and you're lucky to have an alpha friend, but you're not an alpha, and you need to go find and people there's that... there's plenty of dudes who do not want an alpha. Absolutely. But she's attracting that, so now you're just in her orbit so i think that like i i if, if if i were in new york i would probably online date because i just feel like there's like so many people what's, that you could meet what's the worst that could happen you'll have well forget it you'll get um, abducted and murdered but what's the second worst that would happen you'll have three awkward dinners or no coffee you could dates. do coffee yeah three awkward coffees in a row and it'll be you'll be like yikes not for me but the best that could happen obviously is you fall in love and get married or whatever but the but the more realistic best that'll happen is you go, okay, I got some, I got some mojo, even though that guy wasn't for me, I got some mojo and I had a romantic experience that had nothing to do with this girl that I'm, that I love and think is so cool, but sometimes feel intimidated by it. Bam. I have a good online date yeah. idea. Here's what I would do if I was in New York single, I would go online and date guys, but I would be like, okay, let's have like an espresso. And then we're going to go see this movie, a movie you already want to see. And then see what happens after see what you guys think about it because like i feel like right now there's so many movies i want to see and so many great movies i have seen triangle of sadness the menu there's like so many great movies out and i think that like going to do something like that feels so retro anyway because we haven't been doing that for so long and it's something you could do by yourself so it's like or whatever you're into but like for me it would be like going to see the movies then you get some then you 
you at least saw something and like spent three hours and then you can talk before and after and hopefully they don't try to hold your hand. Is this a bad idea? Are guys going to try to like jerk you off or something? No, okay, I sh- I think that's a great idea. Okay, good. Because I, I have- do want to see movies. They're yeah. Gonna, they're uh, going to try to jerk you off and that'll be great too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if a man like tries to... You could see what they laugh at. I mean, I think it'd be really cool. Uh, and then you get to see it. You saw a movie not by yourself and you kind of like kill two birds with one stone. I have, I just, I thought of an analogy I think is helpful here. You know, in comedy, um, the, there's a thing that happens when comics start killing all the time, which is that they become more likely to kill the next time. It's, it happens in fighting too. It happens in basketball. It's called being like on fire or whatever. I don't know what it is. Like, right. Um, Killing allows you to kill harder the next time, right? Because your confidence goes up. And the the same is true in the opposite. When you fuck up on stage and a joke goes poorly, the next joke you deliver a little bit more timidly and a little bit more timidly until it becomes hard. And you need a win. You need a win. You need to get out there and just have your own win. Right now you're in this state where you're like constantly judging your dynamism and your flirtation skills and your confidence and blah, 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 because you're not, you, you need to go, you need to go kill a few times and then you'll be like, oh, okay. I've got skills. They're not the same as hers, but they're they're mine and they're my own thing. So get out there, watch a watch a Woody Allen movie or not Woody Allen, but anybody else. How about that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, thank you both me, so yeah. much. Do you guys want me to read John Waters' top picks for the uh, ten movies of the year? Because I have not heard of any of them. Not really, but let's hear it. <laughs> well, I'm sure. just saying there's a lot of movies out. I'm just saying. All right, this was a list that I saw today and I had heard of like three of them. Okay, Peter Von Kant, hadn't heard that. That's his number one movie you should go see this year. Mm-hmm. EO, Moshe didn't want to see that because he heard well, it had bad reviews. I did want to see it. And here's the thing, bad reviews, people are just trying for clickbait. You EO, should go see good movies. EO is a Polish... That's true, reviews it, are clickbaity now. They are. EO is a He pol- won't go see things because he heard one guy on Twitter say it wasn't good. Tosh, let's not roast me and focus on um, Kelly and her, her life. EO is a Polish movie starring a donkey. Okay, I'm just saying. The no, animal? Yeah, like, the, the animal, a donkey. Number two on John Waters' list of the top, 20, t- top 10 movies of 2022. Okay, number three, Everything Went Fine. Never heard of this movie. Uh, number four, Sick of Myself. Never heard of this movie, but I, I guarantee it's playing at the Angelica Film Center. Uh, number five, Bruno Rydell, Confessions of a Murderer. Never heard These of this movie. like made up. They do, don't they? Oh, maybe they sound the, like no, something it's you not, because I've heard of some of them. Deta- number six is Detainee 00, 001. Never heard of that movie. Uh, Dinner in America the, is just, number seven. I'm going to go out on a... On a Maybe li- this is a joke. Maybe I didn't read the full article. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's John Waters might be a bit of a film snob. Wait, hold on. Well, I'm just saying these movies are all available in New York and it's cool to watch movies, especially like art movies that are being made. Number eight is Willow the Wisp. Never heard of that movie. I think that's a kid's Wait. thing. I think that's Maybe a this is a joke. All right, keep talking. Number nine is Smoking Causes Coughing. I've never heard of any of these movies (laughs) except EO. Okay. That's fake. And then (laughs) 10 is Bones and All. I feel like I've heard of that. I've heard about Bones and All. Okay, I'm just saying there's a lot of, it sounds like there's a lot of cool shit happening. I don't know. Like get some guy to come, maybe you'll even find a friend. Uh, You know, I I would do it in a city as big as New York where if you can make your dating profile specific, you know, like I would try to really work on like making it so that you could like weed, so you could kind of like weed out the creeps. zero in in a good way and find someone who would be cool. You need to get out there, find your own universe in New York. I mean, that is nothing. New York is nothing if not a place where you can create your own universe. Go to a museum with someone. Then you like a- accomplish something cultural while you get to know somebody. Yeah. And that's to me Definitely. what. Yeah. Get okay. out there. All right, Kelly. Good luck to you. Thank have, you guys. Have Thank a slice on us. Okay. Sabaros.com. Sabaros for life. Natasha, that was great until you went into a uh, Tish film school uh, dissertation about how. That's crazy, though, that I had films. only heard of eight of those movies. Um, Natasha. Smoking causes coughing. That's a movie that's out right now. I mean,. I love John Waters. I, I want to know. I, I I just think like. Tosh, I just didn't see you getting into the healing power of film on that call. <laughs> Everything else you did was great. Um, let's do another call. We are going to call Ellie from right here in Los Angeles. Are you looking for something sweet for these holiday parties? Milk Bar has you covered. Their treats are always a crowd pleaser because desserts, well, they're the main event. And these desserts, they're the best you've ever had. They've got cake like you've never tasted before. They've got the milk bar pie, which is an ooey, 
gooey, delicious pie that people cannot get enough of. And for a limited time, Milk Bar is offering their delicious new chocolate mint chip cake and truffles. Also, peppermint bark snap cookies just in time for the holidays. So get your hands on their limited quantity of these lab drops, including they've got this really cool thing called a peppermint tie-dye pie, which is made in limited batches straight from their experimental kitchen. It's all from the mind of James Beard award-winning celebrity chef Christina Tosi, and it's so delicious, and they'll deliver it right to your door. It's never too early to plan ahead. Place an order today to schedule your treats to be delivered right before the holidays. But if you waited till last minute, which is probably right now, and you need those desserts ASAP, they also offer fast, even overnight, nationwide delivery. Right now, Milk Bar has a special limited-time offer. You can get $15 off any order of $80 or more when you go to MilkBarStore.com slash Honeymoon. Again, $15 off an order of $80 by going to MilkBarStore.com slash Honeymoon. MilkBarStore.com slash Honeymoon. Hello. Ellie, we have a question for you. Have you ever tried the California Pizza Kitchen? Yes, so many times. Would you say it's the best pizza in America right now? I would not say that. Okay. Well, there's no accounting for taste. Uh, What's happening? How can we help? So my question I sent in, I have been dating my boyfriend for almost six years, and we have a lovely, lovely relationship, but we have struggled to give each other pet names. And it's been since the beginning. So we, at the beginning, tried to use, we tried to use babe kind of informally, and it just did not stick with me babe and my big challenge is i'm like kind of babe yeah um but my big challenge is i'm like kind of a bitch about it and i really want him to do it but then he does it and he misses so uh-huh. he'll he'll say something that he thinks is cute mm-hmm. and it just it like irks me or it i don't like he'll sometimes he has called me cutie and i just hate it here's mm. here's your mantra organic yeah, it has to be organic because like you like this like inside joke kind of like vibe, you know, and you want it with him and maybe you've had it before. But like, I do think that you have to let go a little bit. You have to let go of your desire for it and you have mm. to let go of it because like the more he, if you tell him like, I don't like that one, he's going to be like in his head every time he tries to think of something. Right. So I think you just have to like just don't repeat the thing that he is saying that you don't like, just keep moving on, move on to the next one. And maybe he might be the one who actually does suggest the thing. If you listen and just sort of take a step back, I think you need to take a step back right now. Cause this is not important. What kind of pediatric clinic do you work in? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't mean to say it's not important, but I just am no, saying it's not. like, you're right. It's a, it's, so not. No, no, but it's the kind of thing where it's like, but it's important to you and it creates a sense of family and you really want it. But like, I'm just saying, don't put too much pressure. Cause like, Pet names for people who aren't like didn't grow up around them. They're not natural to everybody, but they, it is very cute and I like it. And like I wish Moshe and I had more pet names we, for themselves. What are you talking for about? Ourselves. We, we have we have honey. Everyone says honey. That's a classic. I love honey. Honey's I good. Great. Honey's great. But you know I get it because for a man it can be difficult to say the pet name because you feel like weak in this weird kind of like patriarchal way to be like oh my who am I calling honey? What the fuck is wrong with me? Am I some but, kind of cuck over here? What, what what kind of pediatric clinic do you work in? It's called occupational therapy, but in kind of a short way, I've just worked with kids with a, a number of disabilities. There you go. Typically. Something around that could be kind of fun. Oh you know what God. I mean? You're like, what, like my little, my, like my, my, my little ho- hobble curer or you know what I mean? Or like um, some, something fun like that or, or doc. Okay. So personally speaking, I'll tell you, I had, I had my last long, my, I had, I've had like, don't talk about other men you've dated. I probably had like five long-term boyfriends. Oh God! Before Moshe, but one of them we called each other dog. Then another one we called each other babe, and now Moshe and I call each other honey. So it's just, just kind of wh- like I'm just what I'm just in a, in some like list of guys. <laughs> You're like the most basic, but I'm just saying like basic. Just, basic it, is beautiful, but, but it was all very organic. You uh, know what I mean? Like, and I just think like yeah. and and like yes, yeah, some are more funny than others. Honey is like, but honey was the one that was like the most domestic. I'm gonna start calling you bruh. <laughs> hey, bruh, like. Oh wait, I think I had bro for another another relationship. Oh my god, too. Ellie, just be <laughs> grateful. Here's the real problem with Natasha's advice. 
is she's saying keep it organic, but it's been six years. So at this point, oh, it's been so, six years. It's so I hard. That it's so hard sentence. to be organic at this point to like come up with exactly. the thing. Just call him honey and just make him answer to it. What does he call you? Or just go with what he says. He tries and fails. Yeah, it, it just we can't we can't like truly agree on one and and use it enough what is like, he i'll we'll get really tired of it how about go, bub how about bub oh get out of here with bub what is she what is she what is she wolverine what is she wolverine over here well honey's very much like from my waitressing days i'd be like hi honey oh thanks here's honey. a question i used to say what, darling what's he do for darling's work? good too i did that with another my sixth uh long-term oh my relationship God. that i had before most what's uh, we he said do for darling work? to each other what's he do for work he's an accountant he works in he he'll hate that I said that he works in mergers and acquisitions. So he's mm. financial consultant, mm-hmm. I think. Accountant and a and a and an occupational. Hey, you think you're so cool at nicknames? Come up with five. I like I like Hun. I think Hun's a classic. I don't. Hey, Hun, you don't like my pet name for you? <laughs> okay, we have bigger problems than we thought, Ellie. Hun. I call you that. I would. I'm not ever calling you another fucking pet name again. Ellie, thanks. You've successfully ruined our pet name. Well, my mom has like a pet name or her husband has a pet name for her. And I always it? feel uncomfortable when what I'm in the it? room when they say what it. What is it? I don't want to say it. Come on. What is it? I don't want to say Please. it. Please. I don't want to say it. It's an Italian word. What is I, it? I don't. No, I don't want to say it. Wait, are you Jews? Yes. Oh, what's his I name? So oh, because you could say like um uh the the mushika the mushika le is I think what you're looking for. What's the name? Like Moshele. Moshele. Like you could put I got one for you. Get out of here, Natasha. You don't know what you're talking about. In the to the degree that you've had long distance relationships, you don't know. Okay, fine. How about Motek? That's Hebrew. That's a good one. It's a classic. Motek. Well, it depends on what his name. It means like my darling. It means like honey, but it's Hebrew. Motek is like a term of endearment in Hebrew and nobody else uses it. And it, I would think that, I think that's a nice one. No, we, we have friends who like they have nicknames for every one of their kids, every one of their like each other. It's like it's very sweet. And that's just how they communicate with each other. And I'm always so envious of people like that. So I think you just yeah. have to own it and like just try to like try some things out. Be bold. Get it together, figure it out, make him repeat it, see how it feels, I'm, and then it'll feel like... I'm thinking now that it's been six years, you're going to want to jump to another language. And so I think Motek or find a, a little Yiddishism, and mm-hmm. that way he can say it without feeling embarrassed because nobody else will know about it. Moshala would be a cute nickname for you. I'm sorry I didn't think of it. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't do Elila. There's too many. No, that sounds horrible. That just sounds like you're going la. I say Motek. Yeah. Give it a shot. Give it a whirl. Don't call him Motek. Seriously. Why not? Take our advice, but don't take that advice All right. specifically. Ellie, good luck to you out there, my darling. Just try some things out, hon. You. You're welcome, babe. You can do it, dog. Motek. I'm gonna try call him. I'm gonna call him Motek when I get home. Yeah, there we think. go. Give it a give it a shot. Tell us how it there goes. Go. Okay. All right. Ellie, bye bye. Okay. Bye, honey. Thank you. Bye. You know, I say these things aren't important, but it's the things that cr- make you happy in life and make you feel safe. It's the little things, honey, and you've had a little thing with a lot of men, <laughs> and I think that's really beautiful. Natasha, though though I you are not my dog, nor are you my bro, nor are you my darling, no are you nor are you whatever other thing you were. Babe. You are my wife. And I, I think got that you, hun. I got you, Motek. <laughs> Give us a call. 213-222-8608 if you'd like to leave us a secret. Also, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment and uh make sure to join our Patreon. And we want you to be on our Patreon. Natasha, though I'm basic in my pet names Wait, for you. I'm sorry, Moshe. Can I stop you? What? I love you. Wow. Thank you. I love you too, dog. <laughs> <laughs>